0: Tennessee Wildcast is live on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer, and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and we're looking forward to today's show. As you can see behind me, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, we are not at our home studio. It looks a little weird. (laughs) <laughs> we are on the road again. So we're at Union University in Jackson, Tennessee, and we've got a couple special guests with us today. We have Jack and One-Eyed Willie.
1: One-Eyed Willie, and there's Jack, and he's. we don't want to get him wound up uh, yeah. right now. <laughs>
0: but uh, they're the stars of the show, but our special guests, Mr. Uh, Dr. Huggins and Dr. J.R. Kerfoot. So we appreciate Hello. you guys.
2: Well, thanks for coming. Well, we're glad to be here. Thanks for...
0: Me. With you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for opening up your, your classroom here and... <clears throat> and uh, being with us to talk about rehabbing wildlife. Well, you
1: know, that is one of the most common questions we get asked. If somebody has an injured animal, and what do we do, and who do we contact? And it's not call the game warden. It's, we actually have <laughs> licensed rehabilitators. You don't call Amy? No. Okay. no, no. <laughs> we have licensed rehabilitators that you can find on our website. And, and as I say, contact the closest one near you and talk to them. Mm. So, And that's what we're going to talk about, what, what it's like to be a rehabber.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, it's easy to find that list on our website. It's right under the Law Enforcement tab. Yep, just
1: go to the Law Enforcement tab, click click on it, and then you'll see it.
0: Uh, there's a list there, and also you know, for information on how to become a licensed rehabber and that kind of thing. Yep. So all we're right. going to try to cover all that today, plus cover what these guys do and learn a little bit about these, uh, these uh, winged friends of ours that are here today. And it should be a fun show. Yep. Uh, thanks to Amy for being the co-host today and jumping in there and and lining this show up, so we appreciate it. Well, you know,
1: I met Dr. Huggins when I came to Jackson in 2000 2000 as an officer, and uh, yeah, I had to make the phone call, hey, I've got something for you, and at that time, you were still doing it at your house.
2: I was uh, for a long time. Uh, After I kind of got into the falconry scene, uh, I realized that I was more concerned about the birds that were injured. I was concerned about putting them back in the wild, and, and just being near the birds and I really was about hunting with the falcons, even though I'm still a licensed falconer. I, I tried to do the rehab thing, and of course, uh, the birds of prey were closest to my heart. Uh, we actually are licensed to do uh, class two animals, uh, excluding skunks, bobcats, and bats, but uh, we try to specialize on these raptor friends of ours. Uh, they aren't there aren't quite as many people around that have uh, a federal permit as well as a state permit. And so when you've got your Ph.D. in biology, it generally goes easier, and that's kind of what— <laughs> But
1: it's still a complicated process. Oh, it is. It is. And getting the facility set up here in, I think, what, was it, 2002, right. it—, it, it You had to jump through some hoops and some hurdles. Oh,
2: with both the state and with the federal uh, government. Uh, uh, They made me, even though I had, like I said, the Ph.D. with uh, wildlife biology kinds of material, uh, to go through 200 hours, which is what they uh, typically ask everybody to do.
1: And that is why we stress to the public, these aren't animals that you take home. This is why we want licensed, trained professionals rehabbing these animals.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The first time, uh, as I was doing my 200 hours, I'll just tell a story real quick. Uh, I was working at Natchez Trace, and the young lady that I was working with, she handed me a glove, and she said, uh, go in and get that bird. And I looked, and it was uh, a female, and I'm sure it's a female because of the size, but it was a great horned. Al, and uh, and I said okay, and so I went in, and a little bit later I came out with a bird, and she said, "You're the first person that's ever done that the first time, because oh. this bird just knew, you know, that hey, he was going to rip my head off any <laughs> any moment, but I wasn't about to take no for an answer. He got on the finally on the glove and came out. So
3: that's this is why well, we call him Nine Fingers and not Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: well, actually, you said the other day that. Great horns are the ones you don't oh, like to deal with.
3: I've been forked by them uh, a couple of times going through the glove. They're, they're
1: You said they're, they're always aggressive.
3: Ab- they're always aggressive, and there's lots of power in those legs. Mm. And,
0: um, and this yeah. little guy I was trying to get you earlier. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> he did
3: not like being messed with. Of course, we woke him up to bring him here, but. Uh, I'd rather take him than than that great horned owl.
0: Yeah. Tell us about him real quick while we're talking about He's it. He's
2: got a neat story. Well, this little guy uh showed up one day actually with his head in the grill of a truck. Mm. And I thought there's no way in the world that we'll ever bring this bird back to a point that we could release. And I was right on that. But I thought he just wouldn't even survive even with, you know, I mean, they'd hit him miles away from here and drove even though after they realized it uh, drove him here to get... In, him the, grill. Out. Wait, you in have a, the grill. We have a picture of it. That's, That's right. To, yeah,
1: we're going to try to... Yeah, there we
2: go. Uh, in the grill and so uh, once here I gingerly extracted him and we got him to our vet and looked at him and he lost an eye but uh, today he's making... Uh, well, he's made a lot of children, a lot of uh, students here at Union University happy uh, as we use him as an education bird.
1: And hence so. the one-eyed willy name. That's right. Yeah. One-eyed mm-hmm.
2: willy. Yeah. So... And
0: a lot of these birds that, that y'all work with, we try to get them back into the wild, right? But that,
1: yeah, that's y'all's purpose. It's not to make pets out of them. It's mm-hmm. a rehab facility. You yet. don't
2: want a pet owl. They're just they don't make good pets at all. They're they're even
1: kind of, though Harry Potter has said that oh, they oh <laughs> Harry Potter has just
2: ruined things for <laughs> yeah. us. You know, everybody thinks they need one. You're always cleaning up the owl pellets. That's exactly and, right. Uh, you know, the other end too. It, it comes out the mouth and it and it comes out the back uh, end and it's always not pretty, <laughs> but. Uh, but they are not on Harry Potter. They, they are great birds. Now I don't want to put them down on that, but, but they're not the best pet. You can come up with a much better pet if you want a pet. Mm. Uh, and so that's actually illegal to try to make them a pet too. and many people don't understand that. and hence we get imprinted birds in occasionally as well. Uh, most of the birds that come in are probably car accidents. Uh, I tell them not to drive, but you know they (laughs) no no. (laughs) People hit them. They get out in front. uh, They are not afraid to do carrying things on the road. It makes it's just an easy um, Easy food trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, an easy meal. And and the big goal behind the rehab
3: facility is to rehab them and get them released back into the wild. Exactly. And so um, that's our main goal. Um, A secondary, much secondary goal is to do an educational outreach with these birds, and we do have three full-time educational birds that we can take out to local uh, schools. We have Willie,
1: we have Jack, and then there was one more that's another one-eyed owl. A barred owl. It's a barred owl. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but our main purpose with this rehab facility is to get them well enough to release back in the wild.
2: Now, that does require separate (coughs) permits. Uh, You have to have an education permit for those birds that are going to be kept as educational Mm -hmm. birds. And then you have to have a rehab permit for the animals, uh, at least for the classes of animals that you're going to serve. Mm -hmm. And like I said here, we try to specialize in raptors. Um, But... Uh hopefully there'll be a few others around that will do the little baby mammals and all those cute little guys. Yeah, you know, we,
1: that's uh, one we get a lot of questions on. And one thing that I always said, you know, first of all, what is it? And if it was a bird, okay, we need to call Union. That's mm-hmm. And then we, we have some others here in Jackson that do different animals. Uh, we get a lot of calls for baby skunks, and they cannot be rehabbed. And the other day, actually, we called you. We actually had one on bats. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody had some bats. And no, we we do not rehab
0: those. So. Yeah. And it's best to leave those those young guys alone. If
1: Well, that's one thing we were going to talk about. Like if someone calls us, um, we always tell people to put it back. Whatever animal it is, let's put it back. Give it some time. Um, if yeah. it's a baby bird and it's hairless, put it back in the nest. Give it some time. If it's a bird that's got feathers and it's on the ground, it's a fledgling. They're supposed to be on the ground. Mama will come and feed it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I've, I've heard People say that we're rude and we're not nice when we tell them that. But this is the honest world of Mother Nature, and we have to put the animal back. We have to give it time. Mm-hmm. And you all tell people what give it. Give it
3: usually 24 hours if if it's not an immediate um, injury that you could see. If it's been hit by a car and you could tell it's been hit by a car, then, yeah, we're going to try to take care of it as fast as possible. Um, but if it's fallen out of its nest, that doesn't mean Mother has gone away. She's right. probably just hanging out somewhere until uh, it's safe, and mm-hmm. she's gonna come close. We do get that from a lot of people who call us. they man, TWRA, they have no hearts, right. um, Because <laughs> they don't want to help me out. Well, no, um, there, there's a purpose, and they know. And TWRA knows. <laughs> you know what we're so, doing. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. Thank and you. So, yeah. <laughs> they're they're the experts in the area, and and the listening audience. Well, listen to you guys.
1: People want an answer. <laughs> and a lot of times they don't get the answer that they, they want from us, and so therefore bluntness turns in they think turns into rudeness, which is mm-hmm. not what's going on. We want to do what's best for the animal, not mm-hmm. what you think is best. But we want to do what's best for the animal.
2: And believe me, the best is to have a mother take care of it. A mother can do much better than we can, in in taking these little ones to the point where we can, uh, where we can introduce them back into the wild. Uh, and we do our very best to do that. Uh, we have yeah. puppets, and yeah, on you- down the line, they've. So you're you to reach a- I'm watching and- Jack. I don't want him to. Yeah, Jack's bouncing my don't head. Worry. Yeah, <laughs> you're we a puppet- this- we puppeteer this as well.
1: Puppet. Uh, Yeah, (laughs)
2: that's exactly right. One of our art students helped us with this. I think they went to a local store and found something like this, opened it up, and and uh, and so what that does is allow us again to feed the bird. Uh, Yeah, Dr. Kerfoot's got his hand in there. We can feed the bird, maybe taking a cardboard uh, piece of cardboard, putting in front of the bird so that they don't really see us, and then we use uh, something like this, kind
1: of like hiding, exactly,
2: uh, so that they think mother's feeding them. (laughs) Yeah, Now, I will say that uh, when we use these kinds of things on owls and on hawks, it doesn't matter if it's a a beauty or an occipiter, uh, they don't typically notice what's going on. But every time we've ever done a a vulture, I've never had a vulture that at some point wasn't peeking around the cardboard to see what was on the other side of it. it? They're just intelligent (laughs) birds. They're really trying to figure out what's going on. They really are. Mm.
0: So, like I like said, you don't want to imprint. That's the that's the mm-hmm. reason for the puppet, and exactly, you know, you don't want them to see the human or and it's,
3: and it's good to know the behavior behind those guys, mm-hmm. uh, the the different hawk or falcon or or owl like what eat. you
1: were saying earlier. We were talking about this before the show. Someone feeding out popcorn.
3: Yeah, popcorn. Mm. So uh, very few birds eat popcorn, and and if they do eat popcorn, <laughs> that's only by mistake. Um, They're
0: around the movie theater.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, no, those was, are the crows. This was an owl. Are... So <laughs> yeah, so uh, knowing who the raptors are, those are the the ones, the meat eaters, the birds of prey. And so uh, knowing that that an owl does eat meat is very important uh, for the greater public. Hence, why we do
2: educational outreach. Do yeah, mm-hmm. and you were talking so. about imprint. Uh, Jack is actually an mm-hmm. imprint. Uh, Jack came to us thinking he's a human and he tries to court everybody. Uh, you know, he's looking for a, a mate. Really? Because he's uh,
1: been pretty rude today.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he, he really, he does. I promise. He really thinks that that he's a human. And uh, and so you don't need to raise these birds as if they're one of the family because they think they are. Mm-hmm. And then when you try to put them back in the wild, uh, they're not going to survive. So you, you're not doing them any favors to and, try to and make And this also item.
1: plays over into deer. We see this a lot. A lot of times, and I'm going to bring that up uh, with, with deer, um, just putting a collar on it and letting it run around your neighborhood is not a good thing because mm-hmm. then we have accidents that happen. Uh, we mm-hmm. had a, a lady one time in Memphis that got, um, basically she went outside and a, a spike punctured her lung. You know, oh, he, he attacked wow. her. So, I mean, just so you think it's friendly and it's cute. They Until are wild not. animals, and <laughs> when right. they grow up, instincts take over and mm-hmm. bad things happen.
3: Yeah. Well, and that's just it. Uh, even though Jack is imprinted, uh, he really we're his sole source of food, uh, as it were. Um, but he, you, we'll put him out in the flight cage, and he'll still call looking for mates during breeding season. And mm-hmm. it's pretty neat to see. Um, but again, we, we can release Jack right now. He'll go out that window. He'll fly. But when he got hungry,
2: he might land on your head, not wanting any harm to be done to you. Yeah, give me that burger, you know, (laughs) kind of thing. In fact, another story, I've done this for a lot lot of years now. We had a great horn that came in that I, I thought we could put safely back into the wild and we did finally get him back into the wild but the first uh, introduction into the wild what he was doing was lighting in front of people's homes and and screeching and wanting them to come out and feed him wow. and they uh, thought there's yeah.
1: something wrong with this bird it's it, possessed it, her. It, it,
2: or rabies you know which birds don't get rabies but they <laughs> but don't the know public,
1: that the, yes that's uh, always the worst case scenario let's just yeah.
2: so i went out and and caught the bird again brought him back and and today i let him go near my home so that if if he couldn't survive i could maybe bring him back and put him into an educational facility. It's usually parks around the area. Mm-hmm. But uh, even today, this has been at least, what, five years, I mm-hmm. guess, later. Oh, yeah. uh, th- I saw him just, gosh, within the week, I guess, wow. light out in a tree, look down and, and call to see if I'd give him food. Now, he's surviving. He's got a mate. He was hungry. But when, yeah, when he lights and he's hungry, he says, oh, there's old Dr. Huggins. He'll feed me. <laughs> so, you know, and he'll call, uh, mm-hmm. even though he does his own thing. Uh, I've had hunters in the area tell me that the bird would light, that there'd be an owl light near them and call to him. And I know that's uh, the bird. He's just saying, hey, got you anything know, neat? yeah, you guys got a squirrel in your back pocket. If mm-hmm. you got to, you know, get some kind of meat, you can throw me something, you know. So uh we did put him back in the wild, and he is doing well, but um he's been forever changed again mm-hmm. uh, by, yes. by the imprint mm-hmm. uh, or the partial imprint that he had
0: so you said you've been doing this a number of years. How many years have you been doing this
2: well uh again, we started i guess I started uh before i know two thousand and two I think we've had the the facilities here uh mm-hmm. since two thousand and two. Uh, and so I've been doing, I guess, what, 17, 18, 19 years. I'm not real sure. Somewhere in there. You know, right. When you get old, you forget how I many years you've been doing these things. Who's but... old? I don't see oh, oh, well, thank you. Uh, you know, <laughs> what can I say? We had a few I nicknames they got earlier. Yeah, <laughs> we won't go into
1: that. <laughs> please don't. What please. they're saying behind the scenes. So
2: how
0: many birds do you rehab a year? How many birds go through the program?
2: Well, it's it's varied a lot over the years from close to 100, 80 to 100 and and a few years this last year we've only been running probably half of that uh if it once we by the time we finish the year we're probably gonna be half of that so it varies a great deal during the year uh some years you'll have um Colder weather, I think, and and there's more birds migrating through. Some years, for some reason, uh, it's probably high winds and storms that come through, and there's more birds on the ground, and they don't listen to us, and they pick them up and bring them. You know, them.
1: surprisingly, I, yeah. I was surprised we didn't get some phone calls right. after this weekend because we had some
2: pretty I was vicious weather. My, yeah, I, I, my answering machine. Yes. To... Amy, we may yet, because yeah. they love to have them for a little while and feed oh, right. them a few things. So we may yet get a barrage of
1: uh, Well, I had the, the wood duck call last <laughs> night. and mm-hmm. I was really hoping, and that's what happened. They took the cute little wood duck in the house, and yeah. then the uh, dog...
2: Got a hold of it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Even though it's illegal, they want to keep them in the while. Well, they were them keeping for a little it in while.
1: until yeah. we got there, right. and we just didn't. Oh, get and there that's until... fine. That's yeah. Fine. I was yeah. really hoping yeah. to have a, a little baby duck for you for, because um, <laughs> yeah. you did have a turkey over there the other yeah, day. Yeah. So. did have a turkey. But now you had some stats on yeah. the birds, that, like this year.
3: And so, um, so far this year, we've uh, about 40% of those that have been taken in have actually either uh, passed away or had to be put down. And that's kind of just the nature of this business with the rehab, with the ex- um, injuries so extensive, um, they might have to be put down. And, and the, we do get counseling from the local vet here on that kind of stuff. Um, and other injuries are just way too extensive and they die uh, in the process. But uh, right now we have another 40% that are um, have either been released or are in different phases of rehab Hopefully to, to release, yeah, mm-hmm. and so um, that those are pretty good statistics. Uh, yeah, I've always year. heard you
1: say it's about fifty-fifty when I've brought you something. That's pretty
2: close, yeah. and it's so close. Um,
3: and then we have three educational birds and. And, and the like, and we've been able to rehome a lot of birds uh, even recently this past month.
2: Oh, well, we put out five last month, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five yeah. to different uh, and areas. And so, uh,
3: yeah, we were home to um, licensed state uh, parks and that sort of thing that have aviaries already. They have to have established, because we have to get, um, the big process is we have to get a letter from the vet saying it cannot be released. And then we have to go through permitting and licensing um, to to then make sure that where these birds are going um, is is
1: a licensed dent a license. facility yeah. that's yeah. going right. to actually use them for education and somebody that's not going to make them a pet.
0: So. Right, right. That's good information because I know some people might be asking, what's the difference in rehome and release? You know, because mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought the wild yeah. was their home. You know, sure. Rehoming well, okay. could be a little different. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's good information. That's mm-hmm. good information. Um, and
1: that's one thing that you've got to understand when you do take an animal to a rehab or that basically let's just go with the 50 50 rule. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. got a 50% chance of making it. And then also one thing that um, they've got to understand is a lot of you all do this secondary. It's not your primary job. It's not your primary role. And for, Dr. You- for
3: Dr. Huggins, it's his <laughs> tertiary job. I think
2: tertiary.
3: He uh, he's a he's a a pastor as well as That's a true. professor, That's true. and um, and so he professes in science and in in theology. That's true. And what so, um, but yeah, this is this is kind of a labor of love for us. And I mean, the passion that Dr. Huggins exudes for the the rehabbing of these raptors is uh caught me by surprise and attention and my attention as well and so
2: yeah, he was uh, a fish guy i know uh, I, yeah I'm that's. i'm still what, a fish guy I, I know the other day
1: when because uh, i've known you forever and then you just came in about mm-hmm. the time i left the officer role mm-hmm. so it's kind of uh, just now i'm really getting to know you and yeah i'm like what's a marine biologist doing here what <laughs>
2: The middle of Tennessee yeah, you know, for be- various reasons. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we have another professor that um, we haven't got him on the road yet. It, it, it's extensive training again. Mm-hmm. Um, as the director again, I'm always looking for somebody to help, uh, and so Dr. Kerfoot is now I think what the feds would call the primary caregiver. We've got another young man that wants to step in as I retire, um, and and Dr. Kerfoot becomes the director, and uh, he was a wild hog uh, man. Uh, uh, Effects of hogs on on forestry, I think, and mm. came out of Auburn. But he's also on fire for it now too. Yeah. So, hey, maybe we're going to keep it going here. I so. hope so. I hope so too. But yeah. we
1: also want the public to know: once you give the animal to the professionals, let the professionals take over. Please mm. don't be calling or wanting to come by and see. And that's something that you know we're going to talk here later about the facility. And you. That's the point. We're trying to get these animals back to the wild so we don't want people coming by and visiting with them. It's not that we, yeah. you know, we thank you for getting it here, but let us do our job. Right. And,
3: yeah, yeah, we're going to try our darndest to, to let you know if, if you uh, do a follow-up call. Um, don't expect us to do follow-up calls, but if you call us and ask, how's it going? We're but gonna, not every day. Not every hey, day. Hey, did Jackie right, not today? Did you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, no, we, we, we like- know that you guys had called us and, and you're interested in it you've invested some time. And so we want to, you know, uh, help you out with that.
1: Even my husband who trains horses says, please don't call every day. I'll call you like <laughs> once a week. Cause you know, there's a lot that can happen in mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's just wait. And that's do the- that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah.
0: Well, a few points we've, we've hit on a lot of this, but just want to re, uh, you know, re hit on some of this as a rehab
2: facility. What do you want the public to know? What do you want the public to know? Oh gosh Um, I would want them to know That we're here to help Hmm. um, That we are concerned About the wildlife And we're trying to do A service for the wildlife For TWRA And for the public And so we're really trying To reach out And and do all of these things We love the wildlife We don't want it to suffer And so sometimes You know that 50-50 rule Drops in Hmm. Uh, We're also under Some strict rules. I, I mean I've had people call and say, but the vet put the bird down. why did the vet put the bird down? and and it's the bird, yes, maybe could have survived, but if if you have to amputate a, a wing very high, then that bird is not going to live a very good life. And so please don't be upset with us. Whenever federal rules or state rules or whatever would Or call a professional
1: for has had to make a very difficult decision. Exactly.
2: They don't like making that call either. Mm-hmm. We've got a vet that I think she cries sometimes when she puts these things down. But mm-hmm. but sometimes we have no choice. So uh, the other thing is to be wise about how you handle the wildlife. Right. If, if there's a way you can get the bird back in a nest, uh, uh, that's what you want to do. Um don't do anything crazy with the bird if he's hung up in a wire fence then hey get a professional out there to get because we get several in in bob wire fences um you know get them out there and and try to get this done but but be patient with us and um, we're trying to do our best and like you said we're under attack. And you
1: can get hurt by these animals. Oh, Because yeah. a lot of people don't realize that. They think, oh, I'm trying to do something good for it. Well, the animal doesn't realize that. They also perceive you as a predator. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you can get attacked. Like, mm-hmm. you, you've been attacked here at the facility, <laughs> yeah. but you can get hurt.
2: Occasionally, birds are shot. And we're under federal guidelines to report those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we want to do that. We don't want any any of the birds damaged by, you know, somebody being uh, crazy and Mm -hmm. stupid
3: well we do have a success story about that we were able to rehome last week Mm -hmm. uh, one of the great horned owls that was had a shot pellet in it oh and um several actually yeah yeah Yeah. and so um again that was one of the big reasons why it couldn't be um released out into the wild even though it was fully functional but we did have to uh, the vet said it's not wise and so we found a home for it so
1: and I do want to bring up that you have a great story on your wife. Um, <laughs> when you do find these animals, there are certain ways you should get them, like in a carrier or a box to get them to transport them here. And we do ask the public usually for you to do it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and to get them to you all. And oh, wait, it's against the law. Well, no, if we know you're going to a rehab facility or. You're okay. Right. Yeah. All right. yeah. so, but you've got to tell the story on your wife. Well, <laughs>
2: uh, again, you need to have gloves. You need to have a towel. You need to have a coat, something to put around, Blanket. something that has talons like this. A net works um, well. Yeah,
1: a net. we got a dip net, 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 net back kennel, here.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. this is one of the most useful things we've had is a dip net. Nobody ever thinks. <laughs> but if you've got something like that. But, uh, again, my wife uh, was following behind a car and suddenly saw a bird fly into the air and land, and she stopped. And she picked up uh, a barred owl. And uh, she had a coat, but she looked at it and she said, ah, This one is in such bad shape that, you know, I don't need to worry about this. So unwisely, she put the coat in the back seat and the bird in the floorboard in the front. And um, in just a few moments, she looked down there and the bird was sitting on the seat beside her. Mm. And then the bird was on the uh, dash of her vehicle and she was on the phone calling me and saying, Meet me halfway, but she had this a good idea, I wish I could say it was my idea, but it was her idea. Uh, Kathy reached up and turned on the dome light. And so the bird immediately, it was dark that night and she so immediately focused on that bright light And the bird rode in on the um, dash of the car car until I met them halfway and was able to uh, put it in a carrier for safe transport. (laughs) But uh, it was a good story. The bird uh, did have a a broken wing, but it was something we could put back together, and it went back in the air. So uh, I love to put them back in the air. So
1: that's why we we always say, please put it in something.
2: That's right. That's right. If you you put it in a box, make sure it's taped shut.
3: That
1: with (laughs) holes in it.
3: yeah. Well, yeah, yes. make sure the holes are in
1: it. Yeah. But, yeah, make sure it's taped because they can They'll
0: come out
2: and see what's going on.
0: I bet that was scary for her to have a, a an owl flying around your vehicle in the dark. It's kind.
2: Of well, <laughs> she's a biologist here at to Union, out. too, yeah. but it but it was kind of scary. She's not uh, as into the bird I mean, design. You who really
1: wants an owl right there flying around when you're trying to <laughs> – That's did exactly you right. Well, you see there was this owl. And-
2: <laughs> yes, you don't want one to suddenly decide to sink those talons in you. Mm. Dr. Kerfoot can attest oh, to yeah. that. Oh, so. yeah. What's uh
0: real quick? We're going to run out of time, but what's one of the craziest stories that y'all have come across here at, at the office? Oh, um,
1: wait, with the rehab facility. With the rehab I'm facility. Sure with the stu- Yeah. Okay. <laughs> with oh, I'm glad you so put that in there. Yeah, because the yeah. students—that's probably a whole other subject. It's <laughs> yeah. well, a whole other show. <laughs>
3: I, I, I learned to keep uh, earplugs in my my suburban, and because uh, I had a call that there were some barn owls. Uh, Back at, uh, they were up north of Milan in a silo, a grain silo, and so I got the call to go get it. Happened to be seven baby barn owls, and Very if you've bad. never heard a barn owl scream, mm. I got to hear it all the way from north Milan back to the rehab facility, and I didn't have any earplugs, <laughs> so. Um, Some shooting yeah. muffs would be
0: great. To yeah. Truck. Oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah.
2: And maybe maybe a lot of people around here have those. Yeah. I didn't. I
1: need to get. I got just set. I'll give you a to oh, throw in. You, it. you would think much. they were
2: demon possessed. It oh, is just. And, I, and if one screams, they all, all scream. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was it's a like, chorus. Like and Jack, I cannot
1: yeah. believe you made it the whole. You're not gonna. You're not.
0: Can you give us? There you there go. You.
1: This is there what he go. did <laughs> earlier. We we didn't think <laughs> we were gonna. Yeah. The whole show. He's been quiet. But earlier you've been just a. Yeah,
0: you did good, Jack. Yeah, it was a great show. Great. Thank you all for being here and uh, doing this with us, and, and we'll have you back for sure. Uh, One-Eye Willie and Jack, thank you guys for being with us. And, Amy, thanks for co-hosting. Appreciate you pulling this together. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're out there on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're all over the place. Listen to this show. Tune in and uh, get all the latest updates on Tennessee Outdoor News. This is the place right here. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.